Good evening and welcome to the Board of Supervisors meeting for August 11th, 2022. Uh, the time is 7.40 p.m. Please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay. Uh, we'll start with roll call, starting on my left. Greg Wax. Oh, Carol Kenny. Bill Greg Phillips. Leanna Clubriel, Township Engineer. Ashton Jones, Township John Walco from the Solicitor's Office. Tony Hammaday, Township Manager. Thank you. Um, next item is meeting minutes. Do we have meeting minutes, Mr. Hammaday? Okay, thank you. Uh, chairman's comments, I just have two comments. Uh, Supervisor Garzillo is not with us this evening. She is on vacation. Um, and the second comment is that we just had an exec session uh, to discuss a legal matter. And we'll move right into new business. Uh, we have a public hearing first, an ordinance amending the Upper Marion Township Code, Chapter 115, Parks, to incorporate park rules and fees by resolution of the Board of Supervisors, and to amend the definitions, permitted hours of use, permit requirements, liability requirements, and the control and management responsibility provisions for township parks. So I will turn to you, Mr. Walker, please. Uh, thank you, Chairperson Kenny. Uh, we will adjourn this uh, public meeting and into that public hearing for the ordinance as just uh, stated by uh, Chairperson Kenny. Um, I have a couple of exhibits to mark for this hearing. The first is Board Exhibit 1, which is the ordinance itself. Board Exhibit 2 is the proof of submission of that ordinance to the Montgomery County Law Library for public inspection, uh, which was submitted on July 26, 2022. Board Exhibit 3 is the proof of um, advertisement for tonight's public hearing on this ordinance, which was published in the Times-Herald on July 28th and August 4th, 2022. Uh, this is an ordinance that makes uh, amendments to Chapter 115 uh, addressing parks uh, to codify uh, a number of the rules and regulations that are in the ordinance into a resolution form, but also to add some additional clarity onto uh, some of the more significant uh, rules that uh, certainly would need to be involved in the parks uh, related to destruction of premises, uh, uh, permits that are needed to be obtained for the parks, liability protections, details for the permits and insurance requirements for those that are uh, groups seeking insurance, and the hours of park operations. Um, it does not, it is anticipated that it would not remove any existing rules that are in the parks, but it may transfer some to a, a later proposed resolution. Um, which is more consistent uh, with what other municipalities doing is easier for administration. Um, so that is a summary of the ordinance. Uh, is there anybody here uh, at the public tonight that has any public comment on this proposed ordinance? Hearing and seeing none, I'll turn it back to the board. Does the board have any questions or comments on this proposed ordinance? Okay. Uh, hearing and seeing none, um, we will close public comment. Uh, we will close this public hearing, and this ordinance is now in a position for consideration for this board. Okay, thank you, Mr. Walco. Uh, can I have a motion to uh, pass this ordinance? So moved. I'll second that. Okay, moved and seconded. Uh, any discussion or questions from one, one comment, Madam Chair? This is item, the resolution adoption is item F on the agenda, correct? 
That is correct. Okay, so Mr. Walker, do we need to first have a motion to move item F forward? It, it could wait to the end of the meeting. Hopefully no one will break the rules in between the ordinance. And, well, and I'd like to time. make the motion to move item F to be included within item A. If you'd like to then, do so. And then adopt. It'd be easier to, to put it together, but yes, the um, item F is the resolution. Although item F, I believe there is a proposed amendment to that resolution. So. So can we can we well, move? So I will I will second Mr. Genoway's motion to okay. move item F and make it part of item A on the agenda. Okay. With an option. Well, we'll, we'll get to the amendment to the, <laughs> to the resolution first. Yeah, that's another comment. <laughs> okay, then we have um, a motion and a second to move item F, resolution number 2022-33, to include it with item A. Is that correct? That's correct. Everyone? Okay. Um, any questions, comments on that? Okay, seeing none. Uh, all in favor, please say aye. 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 So we will interpret that as a, an amended amendment to the original motion. Um, and so at this point in time, the motion on the table is for uh, to approve the ordinance with the accompanying resolution. So that's before the board. So if there's a discussion point, uh, it would be on those two items. And it's my understanding that there is a desire to amend the resolution that is before the board right now uh, for discussion to add additional language. That is correct. Um, would someone like to make that uh, I'll make a motion. Amendment? I'll make a motion. There is a particular word that needs to be retracted out of the uh, resolution. The word is noi. And I would ask that another word be placed, put in its place. Okay, the word annoy appears in item 14 in uh, the resolution 2022-33, uh, the establishing the township park rules and regulations. So in item 14, if we delete the word annoys and replace it at uh, the suggestion, I believe, of Mr. Walco. Creates with a disturbance. Creates a disturbance. Correct. I believe that's a more specific uh, yeah. term. Um, so the amendment would to remove the word noise from number 14 and replace it with creates a disturbance. Great. Okay. Any other uh, amendments to the resolution? Any other suggestions in the wording? Okay. So do we need to vote separately then, Mr. Walco, on the resolution? Uh, I, I would vote uh, one after the other, correct? The resolution first. Right, but we because do need that will do be the included in the ordinance? I would do the ordinance. Uh, I mean, at, at this point, they're both before the board for consideration, yeah. so it's a little uh, unusual, but I can't see a reason why, based upon the, okay. the, the relationships uh, between the two, if you wanted to, to approve both the ordinance and the resolution. Right, but there, there is a need for a second to the change in the language of item 14. Second. There you go. Okay. Thank you. So we are voting on both together? I believe okay. that's what's before the board. All right. So uh, that was the motion and the second to approve both the ordinance and the resolution. As amended. As amended. Okay. Um, any discussion? Anything from the, the public? Anything else from my fellow supervisors? No. Okay, all in favor then, please say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, they pass 4-0, both the ordinance and 
the resolu the amended resolution. Thank you. Okay. So we go now to B, the consent agenda. Number one, the resignation of Elizabeth Gurneman from the Environmental Advisory Council. Two, Schuylkill River West Trail contract payment to James R. Kenny excavating and paving. Approved payment certificate number two to James R. Kenny excavating and pavement a paving in the amount of $222,381 for work to date on phase two of the Schuylkill River West Trail. Number three, Schuylkill River West Trail contract payment three, James R. Kenny excavating and paving, approved payment certificate number three to James R. Kenny excavating and paving in the amount of $222,538.40 for work to date on phase two of the Schuylkill River West Trail. Four, financial escrow security release number 13, final, 900 River Road LLC, 900 River Road approval of escrow release number 13 to 900 River Road LLC in the amount of $716,875.01 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the warehouse development project and balance of engineering escrow as recommended by the township engineer. Five, financial escrow security release number seven, Horizon Drive Group LP, 3700 Horizon Drive. Approval of escrow release number six to Horizon Drive Group LP in the amount of $60,017.50 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the building expansion project as recommended by the township engineer. Six, land development plan review extension, 450 West Bidler Road, LLC, except letter of extension from 450 West Bidler Road, LLC for the review of the proposed subdivision plan through September 8, 2022. Seven, land development plan review extension, Chick-fil-A, 135 West DeKalb Pike. Accept letter of extension from Chick-fil-A for the review of the proposed land development plan through September 8, 2022. Eight, sub subdivision plan review extension, Touchton Subdivision, Hampton and Belmont Roads. Accept letter of extension from Gary and Elaine Touchton for the review of the proposed subdivision development plan through October 31st, 2022. 9, 2022-2026 Township Towing Services Contract. Award the 2022 through 2026 Township Towing Service Contract to Jamison's Towing. 404 East Church Road in accordance with the RFP submission dated July 20th, 2022, as recommended by the Upper Marion Police Department. So that ends the consent agenda items. Uh, do we have any question? Um, can I have a, a motion to approve and a second? I'll make the motion. I'll, I'll second the motion, uh, but I do have a comment or a question with regard to two and three. Okay. Um, are we satisfied that he has met all the conditions that our engineers satisfied with the completion of the, the work for these releases? Uh, the, uh, the trail? Yeah. Yes. Well, there still is at this point. 
Okay. That's correct, yep, and we've issued them a punch list as well, so we're just... <clears throat> okay, and do we have any update on the rapid flashing beacon at Keebler? It should be by either, either tomorrow or early next week, it'll be up and running, and this is for the Crow Creek Trail Cross at Keebler Road, yes. Okay. Um, I have, maybe tonight I'll go check it on the way home, but I have not, but I am told that it was either by the end of this week or early next week, it'll be up and running. Wasn't running last night, and I almost hit right. somebody. Okay. Are there any questions or comments from the public on any of these items? Okay. Any other questions or comments from the supervisors, from the board? Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I just wanted to take a moment to, to talk very briefly about the Schuylkill River Trail West and the completed segment that provides easy and safe access to Valley Forge Park. Uh, obviously, uh, we're thrilled. I'm especially thrilled that this oft-delayed segment is finally done. I've been on it a good half dozen times in the last week or so, and I think that the job that was done is excellent. Uh, personally speaking, I do think that there's probably some room to add some shade trees uh, or maybe a bench to that last segment, but uh, I'm thrilled that after all these years, we were able to get every single uh, entity uh, on board to allow us to complete the trail and to complete the trail. And I hope that our residents who want to be able to safely access Valley Forge Park without necessarily driving to Valley Forge Park, check out the trail at their earliest convenience. Thank you, Madam Chair. Okay, thank you. Um, I have just one comment on one item. The first item, uh, the resignation of Elizabeth Gorneman. Lizzie has been a terrific member of the Environmental Advisory Council for several years. She has given us so much in her, uh, in time and in her energy and efforts with the Environmental Council. Uh, I thank her for all of her work with us and we will certainly miss her. Uh, the reason she's resigning is she's moving out of the township. So it's our loss and uh, another township's gain. So. With that said, we have a motion and a second, so I will ask for a vote on the consent agenda. All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 That's 4-0. Thank you. Okay, the next item, item C, preliminary final land development plan, GCP Prussia LP 127 South Gulf Road. Consideration of the preliminary final land development plan of GCP Prussia LP 127 South Gulf Road, dated April 6, 2022, as prepared by Gilmore and Associates, Inc., PA, for the proposed demolition of 14,500 square feet of the existing hotel to be replaced with 10,000 square feet of retail area, general commercial zoning, 5.2 acres, resolution 2022-32. Uh, Mr. Hamaday. Thank you, Mrs. Kenny. Uh, the board is familiar with this application. You've seen it uh, a little over a year ago. Uh, the applicant uh, proposed uh, the demolition uh, of a portion of the, uh, the existing Best Western and the creation of a new boutique hotel in the rear of the property. This proposal is for, again, uh, some additional renovations to the Best Western. It's proposing uh, the demolition of about 1,440 square feet, which is the front portion uh, uh, and can, what we'll call the 
Portico Share uh, along uh, Golf Road uh, uh, for a new uh, retail, 10,000 square feet in retail area. Uh, the applicant and his uh, uh, attorney here tonight uh, with any questions uh, that the board may have uh, with regard to the development and we are putting it up on the screen now for the public to see. And if you'll notice that the, that the front portion, this area here is the new 10,000 square foot retail area. Okay. And I believe Mrs. Yarnoff is here with any questions okay. that the board may have. Okay, thank you. Good evening. Hi, Denise. welcome. Thank you. Um, good evening. Um, that was a good explanation, as was mentioned already by Mr. Hamaday. You, you guys have seen this a couple of times over the last year and prior to that on other applications. So I'm happy to answer any questions or go over anything if you'd like. Okay. Um, does the board have any questions? Or comments? Yeah, uh, there's one waiver, um, but it's not really a waiver. It's a waiver for sidewalk, but it was previously granted in the last one. So, to the extent that it's needed again, but yeah. Okay. Okay, we have a motion to proceed on a vote for this land development plan. And a second, thank you. Um, any questions or comments from the public? Okay, seeing none, uh, Mr. West. Yeah, I do yes. have uh, two final questions, and that sure. is if you have a projected uh, construction start date or slash demolition start date, and, and how long do you think that this project will take approximately? The construction start date, I believe, is going to be relatively soon. 60 days, 60 days um, for the start date, and how long do you anticipate? Spring, 2023. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. Could you? Spring of 2023 Spring to of open. Spring 2023. Okay. okay, well, that's... For the retail portion of it. Okay. And did you have another question? Okay. All right, thank you. So I think that's it. Thank you. Yes, we have seen this a number of times and asked you all kinds of questions. And uh, if you could just specify about the waiver on the sidewalk. Can you talk about that? Mayor Ashton. Either one. Uh, Ashton. Sure, I can talk about sure. it. So when the hotel was here, mm -hmm. um, we determined that we, we granted a waiver with the hotel project. Point being, new application, you could argue that it needs a new waiver, we're making the approach that because the hotel had already granted the waiver for said sidewalk, we're continuing down that. Yeah. To the extent that you guys feel that it should be granted a waiver, then they'd be requesting that yeah. as needed. Okay. All right. Are we good with Yeah. yeah I think the, the, okay. the point here was that PennDOT was not going to grant any type of crossing ability yeah. and yeah. to therefore prevent anyone from you know, just walking on a sidewalk that they thought could get them from point A to point B. Yeah. This yeah. will restrict that. Yeah. yeah. And also, there's the creek, and so right. the sidewalk would be going to nothing. Yeah. yeah. And it's a dangerous place to try to cross that road. Yeah, maybe in we want to discourage people from yes. actually walking okay. in that direction. Okay. All right, great. Thank you. All right, so um, we are in a position to vote on this. All in favor, please uh, say aye. Or aye. Aye. And it passes 4-0. Okay, thank you. Uh, now, the next two items, D and E, both deal with the same um, property. 
D, PICO Perpetual Recreation Easement Agreement for Chester Valley Trail Extension, Second Amendment. Approval of a Second Amendment to the July 16th Recreation Easement Agreement with PICO, modifying and correcting the easement area as shown on revised Exhibit A. Prepared by both Smythe Engineers, dated August 8, 2022, for the construction of the Chester Valley Trail along the Pico Hansen Access slash Bill Smith Boulevard corridor right of way, subject to the final form of the agreement as approved by the solicitor. Um, this, the reason for this amendment is because Pico determined that the trail was too close to power lines, which tend yeah. to sag in warmer weather and to keep people safer and away from the power lines. Um, Mr. Hamaday, do you want to add anything no, else that, to that? That was the main reason. If the, if the board and the public may be aware, the board uh, uh, approved the first amendment to the agreement right. because Pico looked at uh, the plan uh, before uh, the county's plan and looked at it in a horizontal fashion, moving the trail away from the power lines. They neglected to look at the vertical distance uh, above the trail. Now they want the trail a little further away. Just what you had said is that those power lines in the summer months can uh, droop eight feet. But I think last time to the Transportation Authority, we, we heard that they could go as low as uh, droop at least 16 feet, mm -hmm. which uh, is significant. Yeah. So they want those for, for as, the trail far away as they can get it. And I have a picture up uh, for the board. In some areas, the high tension uh, 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 towers are within 30 feet of, in this, in this case, this is Bill Smith Boulevard and the Abrams Apartments. They're within 30 feet uh, of the property line or the end of the easement. They're just moving them a little further away to try to get that distance right. from the lines. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so, may I have a motion to proceed with uh, this amendment. So moved. Second. Okay, it's moved and seconded. Any any comments or questions from the public? Any other comments from the board? Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Speaking of oft-delayed trails, uh, it is nice to see that this trail is finally moving forward. If you check out the current route of this trail, you can actually see that the county has been making some pretty good progress. And last I heard, there's actually still a decent chance it might actually open this year. Uh, and I think that this will be a boon for residents, um, particularly those who live on the other side of 202, who will have this new, chair, this new trail, which essentially runs parallel uh, in between uh, DeKalb Pike and Church Road. Thank you, Madam Chair. Okay, thank you. Anyone else? All right, so uh, we have a motion and a second. Uh, it's in a position to be voted on. Please signify your approval by saying aye. 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 Anyone opposed? It's 4-0. Thank you. And E is the exact same thing, except this is with the county and not PICO. And it's the Third um, Amendment, yes. It's the Third Amendment. Yep. County of Montgomery Perpetual Recreation Easement Agreement for Chester Valley Trail Extension, Third Amendment. Approval of a third amendment to the July 16th recreation easement agreement with Montgomery County, modifying and correcting the easement area as shown on revised Exhibit A, uh, dated August 8th, 2022, for the construction of the Chester Valley Trail along the Pico Hansen Access slash Bill Smith Boulevard corridor right of way, subject to the final form of the agreement as approved by the solicitor. 
So again, this is the same situation, same place. The only difference is that it's the Third Amendment and this involves the county as opposed to PICO. So do I have any, do I have a uh, motion? I'll make a motion. Second. Motion and a second. Any questions or uh, comments by the public? Any questions or comments from the board? And the same comments that Mr. Wax made for the previous uh, item would hold for this. So all in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Okay, passes 4-0. Uh, the next item is number seven, accounts payable and payrolls. Uh, may I have a motion to pay our bills? Motion to pay our bills. Okay, we'll second and a second. That. And a second from Mr. Phillips, thank you. Uh, any questions from the public, from the board, comments? Okay, seeing none, all in favor, please say aye. 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 Four zero. Uh, is there any additional business from my colleagues? I just have um, two, two items. Um, the first is we have a number of openings on the Historical Commission. Uh, there's at least two and I think a third pending. So if you're interested in preserving the history of Upper Marion Township, and there's a lot of history here. This township was, uh, was it 1713? We had our tricentennial not too long ago. Um, please put your application in and, and let's get on with the business of our Historic Commission. And the second thing is that the Transportation Authority last night, we had a presentation by a resident, uh, and this is really more for the board's education, mm -hmm. uh, about the intersection between Trinity Lane and Holstein Road. And those are both a state, state roads, mm -hmm. um, but they, they have at least had enough conversation uh, with the Transportation Authority that uh, there may be a request coming for us to authorize and to re for the Board of Supervisors to request a study to be done at that intersection uh, for the residents. Um, as many of you know, uh, Trinity Lane has had various reiterations of traffic lights and stop signs, but the folks that live on Holstein and Trinity have a really hard time getting in and out of their, their, um, their residences. Uh, with automobiles, and also they're concerned about their kids' safety. So, you know, we, we had a fairly at-length conversation about things that could be done, but one thing's for sure, we will need state approval to do that. So just for the board's ed education, that may be coming to our, our table. Are they looking to add light or changing the timing of the light that's they're there? They're really just or? looking for us to conduct a study, study to see what the best resolution to some of their issues would be and to see, I mean, they, I think they, somebody mentioned there was a 10,000 car trips a day that yeah. go down Trinity Lane. Um, so it's a lot of traffic yeah. on a road yeah. that was actually yeah. designed for cow carts, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things, it's one of our historic roads mm -hmm. um, and it's just not meant for the kind of traffic that they're having. That used to be 320 when I first moved Correct. here. Mm -hmm. Um, until they made that, um, whatever you call the turner, the extension that's on the other side of the train station. And that Trinity Lane was the official 320. And yeah, cow cart is exactly how it felt. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, anything else? Nothing All right. Um, I would just have two mentions. Uh, the National Night Out was earlier this 
past week, and it was very successful. It was attended by a lot of people in both Swedesburg and its Sweetbriar uh, shopping center. And I thank everyone involved in uh, setting it up, in the, the police, the fire, the EMTs, and uh, thank you to all the people who came out for that event. That was, it was really fun. Uh, Bill Genoway and I were there for um, the entire time at both places, and um, Mrs. Garzilla was there for one of, the, one of them as well. So thank you to everyone who did so much work to prepare for that. Uh, the second item is uh, along the lines of what Mr. Phillips said, there's now, as of tonight, with Lizzie Gorneman's um, resignation from the EAC, there are now two openings on the Environmental Advisory Council. Uh, it's a very interesting and uh, ex I find exciting uh, committee. So if you are interested at all in getting involved in anything to do with the environment, um, please look online, get a, get a form, fill it out and put your name in and uh, we'll be happy to give you an interview and consider you for the EAC. So that's all that I have. Um, anyone from the public with any questions or comments? Okay, please come up and identify yourself. I'm Jordy Schultz, I live in Lafayette Road in the King of Prussia. First, I'd like to um, thank the board manager in the police department for another um, chance to serve you as your tower, township tower. I've been doing it for many years. I, I feel I do a good job, but if I don't please anyone, let me know. I can discuss or meet anyone at the time. And I thank you again for that. Secondly, as you know where I live uh, on Warner Road, maybe this is a, a question for you, Greg, because you're pretty good in the trails. Is there any thought in the future of doing something with that bridge on Warner Road? I noticed more and more people ride their bikes and walk, and that's a little iffy. Yeah, so, so mm -hmm. I have to admit I haven't been on that bridge in a while, but that's mainly, uh, since we're talking about biking, but that's mainly because uh, over the last two or three years, I've started sticking more to the Schuylkill River Trail as right. opposed to um, riding on the roads because of personal safety issues. As I'm getting older, I want to be a little bit more careful. Uh, but that bridge, if you want to cross from this side of the township uh, to the other side of 202 and do it safely, uh, one of the two ways you do it is by going over that bridge in South Warner Road or Devon Park Drive. Yes. Uh, it's, it's the only safe way to do it. Um, I know that there have been plans discussed um, for a trail that would lead from the King of Prussia Town Center area to, uh, to the, the Valley Forge Park area that would probably uh, run parallel, uh, it would start in the town center area, run parallel along North Gulf Road, and then hook into um, um, Moore Road and the, the, the Moore, Moore Park Business Park area, then possibly go up by you know what is now owned by Amazon. But those plans take time. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, you've seen how long these trails have taken. Uh, I don't know if uh, those plans um, include extending directly into um, the Wayne portion of Upper Merion via a, a bike lane or something along those lines. It is something I'd certainly support. Um, and it's something we can look into uh, the next time we hear from uh, people at, at 
uh, it's not called the Valley Forge Park Alliance, but the group that, like Friends of Valley Forge, who are you know, involved in this proposal, it is certainly something that, that we can discuss. Uh, it's also something maybe we can get our friends in, in Chester County and Tredifferent involved in because, let's not kid ourselves, some of their residents would use it, a lot of their residents Absolutely. would use it too. Um, so it's certainly something I support and it's something I'd like to see move forward, but these things take time and, and honestly I have not heard of any uh, definite plans or don't recall any definite plans to um, make a bike lane or to literally cross over that bridge or maybe use a, a, a portion of Devon Park Drive. But those are really the only two ways to cross safely from that side of the town. I know, to it's difficult. I mean, I don't do it much myself. If I go to town center, I'll usually walk because it's easier than trying to park. But, yeah. And I can sneak over to railroad tracks if I'm walking. But a few times people, if I'm outside, would stop and say, what are they going to do with this bridge to get over this bridge? It is a little hairy to ride your bike over that bridge and walk. Yeah. It, it, it is, and I have heard from other residents about that. Okay, and, that's um, all. I'm just curious. And, and we know that, I mean, tonight, as you heard, we, how often do we waive sidewalk requests or sidewalk uh, requests? I'm with you. I'm Not with often, you. but we did tonight because there are some places we don't want people across, and that 202 North Gulf Road intersection is uh, one of them because it's dangerous to cross on, on foot or on bike, right. although yeah. some people do it. I would never do it. So if you do want to cross over and you live in the Wayne section of Upper Marion or in Chester Tredifferent, those are the ways you best yeah, yeah. know it's best to do it. So right. we can look into it and, and no problem. Just it'll come up. Curiosity more than anything. Although, Mr. Schultz, I will tell you, I've heard from a number of residents on Lafayette Road that want sidewalks. Um, and we have had conversations with staff about looking at those things. Um, now, this township does not really have a history of actually installing sidewalks. Right. Um, it's not that we can't do it. It's obviously something that we could do, but then we would have to assess the, the homeowners. But there's a demand for it in that, that area, and we're looking at that. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Nobody has ever said anything to me about sidewalks. A lot of people, there's not a lot of houses there, but a lot of people walk up the road. That's a pretty wide road, other than when people try to cut through. You know well, what I mean? And and I that's think, the only bad I th thing. I think the issue is the speed on the road. Yes. And that, yeah. that's the thing that's kind of, got some some of your neighbors concerned. Yeah, because that traffic backs up. They whip through the neighborhood and try to make it through there. But it's not as bad as it was. But then, yeah. Okay, thank you, everybody. And thanks again. Madam Chair, that is something that we should consider in the comprehensive plan when we get to look at that district, mm -hmm. is the transport of bicycles or whatever else we may have from one side to the other over the bridge, um, and also the potential for some type of sidewalk over in that joint. Yeah, multimodal. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a so good we'll keep point. that in mind for the comp plan. Yeah, good point, and hopefully uh, Park and Rec and uh, um, could give us some ad advice about where and how and when to do something like that. I, and where improve. grants might be available. Absolutely. For, for a small bridge that yeah. we we'll go over. Yeah, okay. And I believe um, first-class townships, one difference between first- and second-class townships is the fact that first-class townships um, do sidewalks. I believe routinely, and also do street lighting routinely. And as I recall, that's there. That's two of the differences that there are between first and second class townships. Is that? That's my understanding. Is that? Yeah. So, okay. I just have uh, one other item I'd like to mention. Um, it's come to my attention in a very personal way that some mail gets stolen and um, checks get stolen and uh, bank accounts get compromised. Uh, that happened to me in early May. I had to close my 
checking account and open a new one. Uh, found out later that this is a very common occurrence, unfortunately, more and more common. Um, the problem is not simply the blue post office or mailboxes, um, which are all over. Some people have uh, keys and they're able to break into those mailboxes, steal, steal mail and steal the checks out of there and either wash the checks and put someone else's name in in a different amount and get them cashed electronically or they're able to take the information, make a brand new check and do the same thing and try to get away with it and a lot of people have gotten away with it. Um, most recently this has happened um, in a lot of townships that I'm aware of, including Upper Marion, where uh, the tax payments have been stolen. Um, I, I know that in Haverford Township, there are about 80 cases where this has happened. Uh, in Upper Marion, as far as I know, there are approximately 13, uh, last I heard, uh, 13 cases where uh, checks written to our tax collector were stolen, two of which they didn't even bother to change the payee name and were able to electronically cash these. And in the other cases, the payee name was changed and uh, those checks were, were cashed as well. So uh, our tax collector has several uh, suggestions. First of all, you can pay in person here at the township building when the tax collector has her hours, which are on Monday and Friday afternoon. I'm not certain of the exact times, but if you have just recently received your tax bill for the school district, the information is on, a, on that paper that comes with your tax bill that tells you when and where Mrs. Ankers has her office hours. Um, secondly, there is a lockbox in the township building as you walk in the front door, the upper, the upper level, right next to the police department, um, the tax collector has uh, had that, when she first started, she had that box installed. Um, it's a locked box, and you can come any time of the day or night because the township building, the front doors of the township building are open then, and you can come in any time of the day or night and take your envelope with your tax payment and put it into that box. Um, the third reason, the third thing is that you can pay online either by check or by, um, uh, or, or online. And I'm gonna stop right there because I see Mrs. Ankers in the audience right now. And I believe she would like to possibly reiterate or add to what I've just said. Okay, if you wanna come up to. Mrs. Kenny, before yes. Mrs. Ankers says anything, just yes. wanna clarify. The drop box is in a portion of the upper level of the township building that's open. So don't yes. park. If residents who are coming yep. at 10 o'clock, don't park downstairs. You're going to have to walk all the way around. So you have to park on the upper level. Okay, yeah. absolutely. And I also didn't mention, besides the blue boxes, um, I have gone now and deposited any of my mail in, right into the post office, inside the post office, and not in any of the blue boxes. But I also understand that the thefts of checks and mail is not just occurring in the blue boxes, but also throughout the postal system, because when you mail something, even in the post office here, if it's even being mailed to Upper Marion, it goes to a regional postal 
uh, area, then it goes to Philadelphia, then it comes back here. So it, it makes a lot of different stops, goes through a lot of different hands, and our police and federal uh, investigators are looking at this very diligently and trying to find out and get the people involved. I do know three people have been arrested, I was told, in Brooklyn who are doing these sorts of things. I don't know if those people who were arrested in Brooklyn were related to things happening in Pennsylvania or just uh, they were the only ones that I was told that they have caught. But they are diligently working on this to, to get whoever it is. And it sounds like it's a very large problem. So, um, Mrs. Ankers, thank you for coming here. Thank you, uh, Madam Chairwoman. I'm very sorry I was late. I was actually over the Valley Forge Towers uh, speaking with uh, some residents there. But um, thank you for letting me have this moment uh, this evening. I'll try to keep it brief. I'm sure you've already gone over the, the, the main parts. But for anybody who follows my Facebook page, and, and I appreciate the uh, Director of Information, uh, Don Herbert, allowing information to go into the the e-newsletter for the township lately about the check theft. Um, unfortunately, it's a, a very clever uh, scam because typically the thieves that take these checks, however they're doing, I, and I caught the tail end of you describing how, you know, where they were getting them from, they either white out and change the name uh, of the payee but keep the amount the same. So I don't know about you, but I don't normally double check my cache, the images. I just see, hey, they're cached. Great. Not realizing that the payee has been changed. And I recently found out that in some cases, the thieves didn't even bother to change the payee name, that they were checks payable to Evelyn Anchor's tax collector that were deposited into these fake accounts and, and they were allowed to take those funds. Um, so, you know, I, I've been doing my best to get the word out about that, and thankfully the banks, for the most part, have been making the victims whole. Uh, but we do recently have a situation that has come up where these county township tax bills are now in the penalty uh, time period. And some folks did not even know that they had not paid until they received my uh, statutory you know, letter required by statute saying that they had missed their payments. And they're showing me cash checks. So this is, hey, it's unfortunately was not that, you know, they were not proper. They had been stolen. So everybody has been filing a police report. And I appreciate the Upper Marion Township Police Department. They have been very diligent. I met with their detectives. Um, and, and they have been working very hard to do what they can within their jurisdiction to, to address this. Unfortunately, the primary jurisdiction falls with the postal inspector, and so there is only so much our local police can do, but they are doing everything that they can. Um, and there were actually people recently uh, arrested in Philadelphia and in uh, Bucks County, I believe, so that, that may have been part of this. And knock on wood, there have not been any thefts recently that I have heard of within the last month, so that's good. Um, but um, for those of you who may be watching, if you have not already contacted me and you did have your check stolen and your county township bill is now in penalty, please reach out to my office at um 
like Upper Marion, umtax collector at gmail.com or by phone at 484 501 4481. Uh, there is possibly something that can be done about that penalty. I do not have the authority personally under the law, but we are working on something con uh, in conjunction with Montgomery County and the Board of Supervisors here. Uh, so please be in contact with me. Um, in the meantime, as I believe Chairperson Kenny uh, had mentioned, there are multiple ways you can pay your tax bill. You can go online to my website at uppermaryontaxcollector.com. You can pay with an e-check, which is only 50 cents. The money comes directly from your bank account and is transferred to mine with no actual physical check being cut, so it can't be stolen. You can also pay with a credit card that comes at a 2% fee, uh, not to payable to me, but to the uh, online services company. There is, as mentioned, the blue lockbox that's directly across from the sewer payments window. It says courtesy of your elected tax collector. Anytime the building is open, you can put your payment in an envelope in there. And if you'd like a receipt, just leave a uh, pre-addressed envelope with it. You do not need to put a stamp on any of the envelopes. I will stamp it and return it to you with your receipt. Um, I also have in-person office hours three times a week during the discount period. Uh, all year round here, Mondays and Fridays, 4 to 6 p.m. in the conference room across from the library, uh, right around the corner from this room. And then on Wednesdays over at the community center for uh, coffee with the collector from 11 a.m. till noon, uh, where you can uh, get some free local donuts and coffee and pay your taxes or just come say hello. Anyway, that is it. Thank you very much to the board for your time and for your efforts on behalf of the residents in helping us out with this issue. Um, I assume you don't have any questions, but if you do, I'm happy to, to answer them. I would just add one thing that I didn't mention. Yes, ma'am. And you didn't either just now. Um, it's very important if you find out that you have been the victim of a scam like this, whether it's to your taxpayer or any other check. My check was not a tax payment. My check was to either, I forget, Verizon or Aqua. It was one of those that was stolen. But if this should happen to you with any check, first, make a police report when you find out that this has occurred. Secondly, of course, let your bank know. In my case, it was my bank who noticed what happened. Um, and so they did not, uh, they weren't able to cash my check. So, but I, but since my information was out there, that's why I closed the account. So two things to do, make a police report, come in here and do that, and, um, and let your bank know if they did not already find out and inform you. Um, the third thing, as Mrs. Anker said, uh, it, this is the appeal phase for the taxes that you paid for the township, the county, and Montgomery County Community College. We do not have any ability to waive a penalty for the county entities, but if you uh, found yourself in this position where you're getting a penalty on your taxes for the taxes that you just paid and had the problem with your check being stolen, then what you need to do, in addition to the police and the bank, uh, is to go online and get a form, or I believe Mrs. Anchors will have those forms I have at her office hours. Mm -hmm. And you could fill out the appeal form. There's not a place specifically on there, but you can add it to the form and say you would like the penalty waived. And then it would be up to the Board of Supervisors at a public meeting to vote on the waiving of those penalties. So that's the process. Um, so that's the rest of all I have. Okay. 
Mr. Wax. Motion to adjourn. <laughs> okay, all in favor to adjourn. Aye. Aye. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you, Mrs. Ankers, for coming.